a massive victory on the freedom front. The New York State Supreme Court has ordered that all employees that were fired due to the COVID vaccine mandate must be rehired. We're going to break into that. Plus, my altercation with Mr. Dave Portnoy of Barstool Sports that didn't go very well for him. All this and more ahead, Human Events Daily. But first, I want to remind you that America Fest tickets, they are still on sale. And I'm telling you right now, don't come to me. Don't come knocking and say, Poso, I just need some tickets. I need one, two. Can you get me on the list? Uh Uh-uh, it ain't happening. Go to AmpFest.com, promo code POSO, 25% off. You got Charlie. You got Tucker. Steve Bannon. That's right, Steve Bannon. Senator Hawley, Kaylee McEnany, Candace Owens, the great Tim Poole, Lauren Chen, Mike Lindell himself, Congresswoman Lauren Boebert, Ali Stuckey, so many more. AmpFest.com, promo code POSO. That is how you gate access. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard tonight's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today is October 25th, 2022, Anno Domini. Today's top headline, it's a big one, folks. New York City has been ordered by the state Supreme Court to reinstate all of those fired over COVID vaccine mandates. Next, far-left activists riot at Penn State in response to a conservative comedian's appearance. Third, Xi Jinping has set the stage to be the modern emperor of China after ejecting competing factions from leadership roles. And finally, a new survey is out. Only four U.S. cities remain where renters can afford a starter home. All this and more ahead, Human Events Daily. Will the mask mandates and will the vaccine mandates, especially the vaccine mandates among city employees, police and fire, will they continue? Well, the mask mandates we should keep in place because we're doing an amazing job of moving forward. I'm excited about that. And then we need to revisit how we are going to address uh, the vaccine mandates. You know, I stated I did not want to Monday morning uh, quarterback the mayor. This is his time to be the mayor and he has to make the decisions. But what I'm going to encourage him to do is to sit down with the unions. We can work this out. Uh, this is a very difficult moment, but there's an opportunity to sit down with the unions. I communicated with some of the union leaders yesterday, and they are open to sit down. And this is a good opportunity to do so. And I'm going to encourage them to make that happen. I, I love this, by the way. So Mayor Adams up there saying, oh, you know, acting, he's trying to play it off. He's trying to play it off like this is what he always wanted. Well, of course. I wanted people to be able to get their jobs back. Of course, I wanted all these things. Of course, we're going to sit down. We're going to have a dialogue. We're going to communicate. You could have done this from the start, sir. You're the mayor of the city. That's how that works. You don't need to wait for a court to do this. But you were the one fighting in court that you wouldn't have to bring these people back and that you certainly wouldn't have to pay their back pay. Well, guess what? Every single one of you has to do this. And by the way, By the way, what did the New York State Supreme Court find? I'm going to read the line because we all need to hear this. And there's a fancy word, a fancy legal term that I want everyone to get used to. It's called precedent. Okay, it's called precedent. A state Supreme Court of a liberal state, one of the bluest of the blue states, New York State Supreme Court just found this. Being vaccinated does not prevent an individual from contracting or transmitting COVID-19. They found that the state violated rights 
the citizens, acted arbitrary and capricious. And I'm going to read that line again. This is directly from the ruling. New York State Supreme Court, being vaccinated for COVID-19 does not prevent an individual from contracting or transmitting it. Listen to this. And they even pointed out, they said the vaccination could be encouraged, but public employees should not have been terminated for their non-compliance. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. This is a massive precedent. This is something every state attorney general that actually cares about the rights of their people right now should be filing lawsuits against the Biden regime when it comes to the military members that are being kicked out, when it comes to the airline pilots that are being kicked out, special forces being kicked out, any federal worker, period, who's facing termination or separation because of this, guess what? You just got your precedent right there to say a state Supreme Court has ruled this, has found that, remember, how many people were told, right? Remember the psyoping that went on, the coercive measures that went on. I know New Yorkers who told me to say it. They say, post you know, I really, you know, I really don't think I need this vaccine. I really don't think I need this jab. It's just they've shut down the city. I can't do anything. I can't go anywhere. They were coerced because they didn't want to lose their jobs. It was as simple as that. Even while they were working from home, they were required to get this thing. Well, guess what? For the people who stuck it out, for the people who stood up for their principles, you've just received a major victory. And now that we got one, it's like that scene in Independence Day, right? Get on the phone because we know how to take them down now. I want to see this in 50 out of 50 states. I want to see it certainly at the federal level. Take it all the way to the Supreme Court if you have to. Every single person that lost their job over noncompliance, whether it was for religious reasons, whether it was for personal reasons, put that aside because we've got into all of that. You should not have to lose your job over this if you are not at risk. It's as simple as that. But we couldn't do that. You had to make it for everybody. It had to be one size fits all, even though we know they lied about it. We played the audio last week of all of them lying about this. Stop, stop the spread. Stop the spread. Stop the spread. You get vaccinated, you stop the spread. Well, Alex Jones has to pay $965 million. And people are getting canceled left and right. What happens if you lie to the American people, make them take an experimental vaccine or lose their jobs, and then come out and say, well, if you don't take it, you're going to lose your job even though we lied in the first place about when we fired you. At least there's some justice here. There's some, and, and look, I don't want to downplay this. The fact that we've actually won something at the institutional level is massive. Take a victory lap on this. If you're anything like me, you are sick and tired of searching for ammo, and when you find it, the prices are jacked up through the roof. That's why Human Events is proud to partner with AmmoSeek. AmmoSeek is an incredibly helpful comparison shopping search engine for in-stock ammo, guns, mags, and reloading supplies. They update their results in near real time. So if you can see it on AmmoSeek, it is available at the listed price. You can search by caliber, cost per round, grain weight, manufacturer, you name it. AmmoSeek is totally free to use, and you can even save past searches, set price alerts, do everything. So you're notified when your favorite product at your desired price point shows up. 
If you are looking for great online deals on ammo, check out from over 260 combined online retailers that will ship right to your door. You need to check out AmmoSeek.com. Find in-stock ammo and firearms, reloading components at the best prices, AmmoSeek.com. And do me a favor, when you register for your account, it's completely free, but just go to the drop-down menu and hit POSO. Tell them that POSO sent you. That's AmmoSeek.com, AmmoSeek.com, link in the description. Love this site. That's Penn State University right there. State College, Pennsylvania, the Happy Valley. It's actually where my dad went to college, believe it or not. My aunt went there. They wanted me to go there. I elected to go to Temple. Um, you know, something about living in a college town just didn't didn't really sit right with me. It wasn't what I was looking for for the college experience. So what I did was I went to Temple University in North Philly because that was so much better, right? You know, I would definitely not even think of allowing either of my children to go to Temple in North Philly uh, at any point whatsoever, unless, they, mm, I was about to say, unless the crime gets better, but no, we're not going to do that. So last night, last night, Gavin McInnes and conservative comedian Alex Stein were due, originally due, to be speaking on campus. But because of this massive left-wing riot that took place on campus, it was canceled due to the violence. And you can see the violence there. But I'll say one thing, kudos to you, Penn State University, kudos to you for actually having the cojones to call out the state police, to call out even the mounted units, bring back the billy clubs. That's how you deal with these riots. That's how you deal with these mobs. Why couldn't we have done this throughout 2020? Okay. In the sixties, in the seventies, whether it was Berkeley, whether it was the Watts riots, we knew how to deal with this stuff. The L.A. riots, guess what? When the L.A. riots got so bad after Rodney King in the 90s, was that 92? They called in the military. We know how to achieve law and order in this country. And the question is, why haven't we done that in so many instances? Why did we allow the riots and the murders and the mobs and everything else to get so bad to a point where in the city of Seattle, you had a 12 square block radius taken over by militant groups for a month in the summer of 2020 that we infiltrated. It's simple. It's really simple. They want to go after police and law enforcement as an institution in this country. Why? Because it's one of the last institutions that they don't completely control. Understand how this works. They want 
to get rid of your local police force because they want national police. They don't want responses to the mobs the way you see it right there. They don't want, and by the way, if any of those people, any of those officers had cracked down, if they'd injured a student, et cetera, you know they'd turn around and they'd use that as a new propaganda piece to go after police. Why? Because in order to institute a revolutionary totalitarian regime, you need a national police force that acts as a Praetorian guard for the new revolutionary regime. That's what they eventually want. You've, you've heard people mention this. That's what the end goal of BLM is. That's why they target police officers so much. Now, why then? Why do we see in the Obama years? Why was the IR, why were the IRS armed agents uh, greatly expanded? Why was it that under President Biden, the IRS, 87,000 new agents that are armed, 1811 special officers, that means you're armed, simple. They're using it as a backdoor national police force. They're already using the FBI as their personal police force, as a Praetorian guard to go after anyone they disagree with in terms of their politics, whether you're a member of the opposition, the leader of the opposition, like Steve Bannon, like President Trump, or if you're just, even if you're just an outspoken pro-life activist, they will go after you. They will show up at your home in a pre-dawn raid. If you're James O'Keefe, they'll go after you. If you're Peter Navarro, they will go after you. They will handcuff you. They will lock you up. So when I see things like this at State College, Penn State, a place that's near and dear to my heart, to my family's heart, the Poso family heart, all I can say is we are Penn State. We are Penn State. Now, I wish they didn't have to cancel the thing. I wish they could have got this under control because I believe in freedom of speech. I was down speaking at the University of Louisiana last night. It was a joint event with LSU. We didn't have anywhere near. We had a couple of protesters, but nowhere near this much. I'm thinking, thinking I should go up to Penn State, guys. What do you think? Send me a message, liberty at tpusa.com or check us out at on Twitter at human events pod, at human events pod. Should I go to Penn State? If you want to know what the left's real plan is for your kids, just look at the reaction to the work Patriot Mobile did in multiple school districts in Texas, and the left is losing their minds. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider and a force for conservative values. This is because they take a portion of your bill and fund conservative causes and candidates who believe in the sanctity of life and freedom of speech, the Second Amendment, and they are winning. Patriot Mobile has affordable plans for you and your family and even your business. They offer the same great nationwide coverage as the major carriers because they use the multiple major networks. Plus, you're supporting conservative values with every single call. Go to PatriotMobile.com POSO and get free activation with promo code POSO. Special discounts available for veterans and first responders. Join our movement, make the switch today, and make a difference tomorrow. PatriotMobile.com POSO. That's PatriotMobile.com POSO. Link in the description. We will continue to strive for peaceful reunification with the greatest sincerity and the utmost effort. But we will never promise to renounce the use of force and we reserve the option of taking all measures necessary. The wheels of history are rolling on towards Chinese reunification and the rejuvenation of the Chinese nation. Complete reunification of our country must be realized, and it can without a doubt be realized. So, we just saw the end of the National People's Congress, National Party Congress of the CCP, 20th time, 
They're held every five years, so this was the 100th year. This is the 100th year of the CCP. And Xi Jinping has totally, and in one case, forcefully named himself essentially chairman for life. He has become, in the words of one Chinese sociologist, a modern emperor. And you saw this on full display last week during the Congress when in front of everyone, he had the former chairman, his own predecessor, Hu Jintao, dragged out of the conference room in front of everyone, in front of the cameras, and didn't even look at him, didn't even make eye contact as he was dragged out. And I said at the time, don't act like this is the first time you've seen a communist purge, ladies and gentlemen, because this is how it goes. This is how it goes down. The old rules have been completely thrown out of the window. The old factions, any rivals left to Xi Jinping at this point, they're gone. They're gone like Hu Jintao. Behind the scenes, lower rivals out. Now remember, China is not just run by one person. It's run by an organization at the highest level of the CCP called the Politburo. And even in the highest level of that is the Politburo Standing Committee. At this point, anyone who was a potential rival of Xi Jinping, Xi Jinping has been thrown out, has been dragged out. All of his loyalists for his new government. And there's this great Professor Yang Zhang, if you follow him on Twitter, he wrote, what we just saw was the making of all Xi's men team, the breaking of decade-long rules and the birth of the unlimited supreme leader. These are not entirely surprising, but Xi's grab of power is still beyond expectations. He is now truly the modern emperor. You have not seen an emperor like this in China since the Qing dynasty or potentially Mao himself. But even then, Mao was a revolutionary. Xi, on the other hand, is already taking the reins of a government that is forcefully in power. Chairman Mao, as we know, was a murderous thug who was killing people in the street, led to the deaths of 65 million people. Xi Jinping, on the other hand, we've yet to see what his body count will be. Professor Zhang continues, the old factions are all gone, while new factions are in the making. Factional identities are flexible and dynamic, and as I said earlier, the Youth League faction, that was Hu Jintao's faction, ceased to function 78 years ago after the full victory of Xi's men. However, they will soon divide and conquer for power. Now, Wang Huning, Wang Huning is a very important figure to, to watch. He essentially understands. He understands the West. He understands wokeism. He does. And he understands where China sits today vis-a-vis -vis this new situation in geopolitics that they call the multipolarity. So if multipolarity is going to continue, what is the role for China? It's simple. They want to put America in a box. They view themselves as unleashing their coils around the world as America retracts, retracts, retracts. We are looking, we are staring down the barrel of a Chinese century going forward. And I want you to understand that, that what's it gonna be like in this world when the CCP is controlling world affairs? Not the United States, not the United Nations, not NATO, not any of these things. Everything will be underwritten by the CCP. 
And unless Western leaders actually wake up, come to their senses, stop being bought off like President Biden and his son, we have to understand what the reality is and face it with open eyes to see. Here's what's actually driving some of this economic anxiety among voters. There's real reasons for it. Concerns about a potential collapse in the housing market. New data out today shows that sales of existing homes are at their slowest pace in a decade. And mortgage rates are spiking as the Fed raises rates. And they're spiking at a pace we haven't seen in more than a generation. Construction, by the way, in new homes falling much faster than expected. Those economic concerns mean political peril for the party in power. So there's a new study out, a new survey about starter homes. It's about 0.2. What does 0.2 in their survey say? Vanishing inventory is just the tip of the unaffordability iceberg as daunting mortgage rates crush renters' homeownership goals overnight. There are now only four U.S. cities left where renters can afford a starter home. Here's the list. Tulsa, Oklahoma, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, Memphis, Tennessee, and Detroit, Michigan. Well, I'm going to tell you right now that 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 list is actually only two cities because if you are stupid enough to actually go move in as a starter home and buy a starter home in a place like Detroit or a place like Michigan, or excuse me, uh, Memphis right now, you're completely nuts. Detroit, we've seen the crime. We've seen it spiraling completely out of control. Memphis, are you serious? After the spree murderer on Facebook Live just a couple of weeks ago, the kidnapping and murder of that billionaire heiress while she was out jogging, Memphis got a problem. And you cannot go to that city. Now, here's the other issue, though. And I'm going to dig into this some more. And we talked about this at the University of Louisiana this week. Once upon a time, nearly 70% of all new builds in the United States were starter homes. Single-family homes, 1,400 square feet or less that started at, oh man, $6,990 in the the 1940s, so after World War II. Fast forward to 1980, that share fell to 40%. You want to know what it is in 2019? As of 2019, the overall amount of starter homes that are being built is 7%. Do you understand the situation yet? Do you know what time it is? They want you to be a renter. They aren't even building starter homes anymore. And if they are building starter homes, guess who's buying them? It's BlackRock, it's Blackstone, State Street, Vanguard, the operations arm of the Great Reset, the operations arm of the Fed, of Davos. They want to be the homeowner. They want you to be a perpetual renter. So they're going to make you a perpetual renter that you'll never be able to get wealth formation. You'll never have equity. You'll never be able to get family formation because you don't have that. Meanwhile, your wages aren't going up because we've got open borders and and so low-wage workers are pouring in across the border. They're allowed to come in. So that creates artificial deflationary pressure, downward pressure on wages, keeping them low. And what do they want you to do? They want you to sit there and say, what's coming up on Netflix? They're going to say, oh, don't worry about that. There's a new series that just dropped. There's a new Star Wars, whatever it is, even though Star Wars, apparently the new one didn't even do that well. It didn't even make a top 10. They're turning you into a de-ownership class. This is the de-ownership agenda. It ties to low population, low birth rates, 
it ties to everything that we've seen come out of the Great Reset, come out of Davos, come out of Klaus Schwab's mouth. All this is happening. All we ever do is quote them. All I do. When you go on RAV, when you watch the Great Global Reset, all you're hearing are direct quotes from the man himself, his writings, and the World Economic Forum. You may not think that there's an agenda being run, but you better wake up because you're in the middle of one. Well, that's all the time we have here. Human Events Daily. Remember, as always, our promise, our oath, our solemn vow to you. Be good, be brief, be gone. Your homework for us. Share this out with one, just one of your normie friends. Then leave us your five-star review, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. What do we talk about today? New York City ordered to buy Cork to reinstate all fired over the COVID vaccine mandates. Next, far-left activists rioted at Penn State in response to a conservative comedian, but they were slapped down by law enforcement. Third, Xi Jinping has set the stage to become a modern emperor after completely ejecting his factions and all the competing rivals from leadership. And finally, new survey, only four U.S. cities remain where renters can afford a starter home. I want to remind you guys, tweet us at Human Events Pod, all one word, Human Events Pod on Twitter. Now, another thing that got in happened on Twitter earlier today, I got into it a little bit with the stool presidente himself, Dave Portnoy. Dave Portnoy tweeted, when I die, I want it written on my tombstone that I despise Kanye West long before it was cool. This dude has gotten a free pass for being one of the world's greatest blank blank for decades. Okay, that's what you said. So what do I do? I go to Dave Portnoy and I look up Kanye on his account. And what do I see? The guy just a couple of years ago was selling Kanye 2020 T-shirts. Busted. Then Dave Portnoy tried to come back at me, try to say, oh, no, 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 you didn't get me. And you're Hitler and all this. He started crying, started whining. Short little tippy-toe Dave. We call him tippy-toe Dave. But Dave, here's the problem. Play the clip. Dave, you're already sleeping on my pillows. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore.